Hello, everybody, and welcome to Win Stupid Prizes, the show where we ask the questions that nobody thought were worth asking. I'm Eddie, and I'm joined today by the three W's from www. And they are Jamie. Hello. I put on a bit of weight recently. I'll take wide. <laughs> Alex. Uh, I am the walrus, Cuckoo Kachu. <laughs> and our judge this episode is Bear. Dr. Wiley! <laughs> <laughs> What question have you got for us today, Bear? I'm, I'm not actually Dr. Wiley. <laughs> I am, in fact, here with a serious question. Um, one of my friends has a problem. Um, you've probably met him a few times at my parties. It's Clark Kent. Oh, yeah, oh, no, good he's lad. Nice. Oh, yeah, nice, nice guy. Yeah, he's pretty nice. He's a little shy. Yeah, he disappears every day. He ducks out of parties early quite a, few, quite a lot, yeah. But so over the last few years, you know, he, he lost his job because print media stopped existing. Yeah, that's a shame. And then we haven't really seen him over the pandemic because, you know, who did we see? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good point. But I actually have to let you in on something. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, once in a while, you'll look up in the sky and see a bird. Yeah. Or you'll see a plane. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a bird or a plane. And then you'll realise it's not a bird or a plane. Oh, right, right, right. It's Superman. Yeah, 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 obviously. Clark Kent is Superman. Wait, what? Nah. <laughs> no, nah. shut up, dude. Denied. <laughs> I've met Clark Kent. <laughs> Superman is Superman. They look so different. Clark Kent needs glasses. Let's break the kayfabe of win stupid prizes here. Obviously, this is the stupid question. Assuming that Clark Kent, your friend, was Superman. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. Clark Kent, as Superman, used to have a really... Because no one ever expected any output from print media for the last 10 years. Yeah, so yeah. it's really easy for him to dip out and go do superhero stuff. Okay, sure. Sure. Yeah, whatever. And then the pandemic was great cover because no one even checked up on him for two years. But now people are starting to ask questions. You know, where's Clark at? Superman was more active during the pandemic. Oh, no, actually, there was no crime. <laughs> <laughs> Only by governments. <laughs> but so Superman, it is important. And I should have said this before I told you. It's important to Clark Kent that that identity stays private. Oh, right. okay. Oh, okay. So it's just going to be me, you guys, and our listeners who are in on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. Right, that's fine. Yeah. Clark Kent has been having tax problems. <laughs> <laughs> and so we need to find a job that Clark Kent can do and hold and not get in the way of him saving the world. Right. Okay. So what I need to know is what job should Superman have now? Sure. All right. Well... I know you've said that it's very important to Clark that he keeps his secret identity, but what if we just screwed the secret identity, stopped being Clark Kent, Superman full-time? Yeah, like, what does what does this secret identity actually give him? Precisely. Like, in a perfect world, he wouldn't need to have the job to, like, sustain his life, and the fact that he was being a superhero and saving people's lives would be enough to society for him to be able to keep going. Yeah. I don't know if it's actually, like, financial. It might just be personal. He just really likes having some time off, not being recognised, <laughs> pretending to be a normal person. He feels like an outsider sometimes. It's his way of connecting with humans. Uh, but my, my point is, like, he doesn't need to be Clark Kent specifically in that case. He could be Superman. That's his day job. He goes to the government. Is like, unfortunately, the economy's really rough at the moment. I'm going to need a pay raise. <laughs> or a pay at all, it turns out. Superman being on the payroll of the American government sounds terrifying to me that does actually sound like yeah top things that we don't want Wait, what superman asking the government for literally any money yeah so suddenly <laughs> hmm ulterior motives i mean he's quite morally oh I, see, oh I understand where we're coming from now he is quite morally upright but then he's like ah there's a global disaster in the middle east 
should I intervene? <laughs> so to be clear, are you just suggesting he drops the alter ego entirely and is just Superman full time? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he does want to like become a civilian and sneak onto the streets and stuff, we know that he can do that by the fact that nobody knows that he's Clark Kent and Superman. So you're saying he can still be Clark Kent, but Clark Kent doesn't have a job. I'm not specifically Clark Kent, is my point. Like, he could just be Joe Bloggs, put on a hat and a scarf, no one recognises okay, him. Okay, but what job does Joe Bloggs do? He's a blogger. Well, Joe Bloggs doesn't need a job because he's Superman. He just, like, picks up an arbitrary identity. Yeah, but Superman wants to feel the the daily grind. He's that Sigma grindset. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this changes the question a lot. He doesn't want to just do that superhero shit all the time. Doesn't he? I mean, he could become one of those very annoying people on TikTok that tell other people to, like, work 24-7 in order to gain loads and loads of money. He's got the physique to be like a hot boy on TikTok, right? (laughs) That is true. Just an Instagram (laughs) fuckboy. Superman influencer. Just an influencer, Superman opens up an OnlyFans. Oh, become a content creator. (laughs) OnlyFans of steel. It's just like, oh yeah, follow these five steps to get this physique. (laughs) He's just live streaming when a a crime happens and he's like, oh, I'm gonna end the stream real fast. (laughs) Just a running gag in in his chats. So obviously he'd be good for the witnesses and make sure that you don't actually reveal other people's identity when crimes are happening to them. So yeah, he'd obviously have to stop streaming if any crime happens ever in the world. Hmm. But you know... That's fine. I, I do hear what you're saying, but I feel like you've missed the premise of the question. <laughs> I feel like the premise of the question has changed. Unless, I, I also think, um, here's, here's the other thing. Maybe you're just going back to, you know, your D&D answer, and you're like, hey, I'm going to be a cleric. Hey, Superman can just be Superman, and then he can just hold the cities to hostage. Pay me or I won't save all your, stop all the crime. That does sound immoral, and I know that Superman has a big moral... <laughs> component to him. I don't think Superman would do that. But you wish he would. But if he would like to hire me as his agent, I'm willing to do that on his (laughs) behalf. (laughs) It's just a societal good to have Superman saving people from, like, natural disasters and stuff and society supporting that is a good thing. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, we need to reward people for doing the right thing more readily, and who is doing the right thing if not Superman? I mean, I hope Superman is. If he's doing the wrong thing, we're all screwed. Okay, so what you're saying is we should rely on the government to decide on the kind of funding that a superhero needs and the kind of things they have to be doing. No, no, no. We should build a better society where someone can survive without requiring uh, employment. I think Clark Kent can survive without employment. Superman can survive without employment. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but he needs to support his wife and kids, right? Which he now has. See, the problem here as well is we specifically can't rely on the US government to support Superman because Lex Luthor becomes the president at some point mm-hmm. and will absolutely not pay Superman under any circumstances. That's that's a good point. If someone evil like Lex Luthor becomes president, pray that happened in real life. That would be the worst, right? Well, that's why Superman should become president. Oh, holy shit. Okay. Right. Superman. Hang on a minute. We know from the uh, the tell-all autobiographical storybook, comic book novels that we've seen that exist in our world, that he's the most moral upstanding person full stop. That's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, his powers are an important part of him, but his morals are a bigger, more central part of who he is. Even when he loses his powers, his morals still stand. You're right. Rural Kansas has perfect morals. Exactly, yeah. So putting such a moral person in presidency is just, it's just, it's just perfect. So my, I guess my biggest flaw here is 
could a morally upstanding person become president? <laughs> but he's also very good at inspiring people. There was like a, um, back in the 1950s, there was a period of time where both parties wanted Dwight Eisenhower to run for president as their candidate. And they were both like trying to draft Eisenhower into their party so that Dwight Eisenhower could be elected as their candidate for president. So every party wants Superman to be president. Wow. Both parties put forward Superman as their primary candidate and the vote is still split perfectly 50-50 somehow. (laughs) Superman lost the popular vote to Superman. I think Eisenhower had to choose a side. Superman wouldn't choose a side. He's too morally upright for that. Uh... Superman running as an independent. Oh, independent. Uh, and then he would definitely lose. That's the one surefire way to lose. <laughs> I'm not, no, I think Superman could pull it off. If there's anything going to make you vote for a third party, it's probably the spirit of America. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't want to waste my vote. <laughs> <laughs> Superman is an absolute guaranteed win, unless he specifically wants his independent. Superman is often very powerful and moral, hmm. but is he usually smart? I know sometimes he is very smart when he needs to be, but like his day-to-day thinkiness isn't... He's not like solving problems puzzles he generally is rather smart is that something that you need to be the president of the united states of america have you seen the previous <laughs> i think for us to want him to be that maybe yeah you have experts for that but he's good enough to know who he can delegate to what experts he can listen to in their known roles no here's the thing you've actually stumbled onto exactly the problem with superman being president in that one of the smartest people he knows and the people that he trusts the most is batman a rich billion <laughs> This is true, mm-hmm. but also we don't actually know that Batman is a rich billionaire in this um Oh yeah. Oh, what do you sorry. mean? Yeah, Batman, that random vigilante. In I Gotham. just want to explore your sentence as well. Does this imply the existence of non-rich billionaires? <laughs> Look, based on what we know about Batman, he's either a rich billionaire or funded by a rich billionaire based on the gadgets he has access to. Yeah. So I did make a leap of logic there, you're right. But I don't think it's an unreasonable leap of logic that Batman Mm. has access to a lot of money one way or another. Maybe he gets it from Superman. (laughs) (laughs) The self-fulfilling cycle. Where did Superman get it from? Oh, someone robbed a bank and I returned 90% of the money. (laughs) They don't know. The other 10% was lost. The other 10% flew out over New York mysteriously. A metropolis mysteriously. (laughs) Batman takes a 10% cut of every bank he saves. (laughs) Like, as his agent, I would suggest he does this. Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember the thing from Driving where we're in season two now and Deanna is start terraforming space to solve energy problems for the future. Oh man, we are. <laughs> it's the most good thing Superman could do, just laser into an energy collector for all of time. You're not allowed to answer your own question. Let's move on. Let's go back talking about the president. Sorry, I have other ones later that are about actually helping people. But yeah, like using science is probably a good thing to have on the table because if he used his super knowledge of science and possibly alien technology because we know he's from Krypton, maybe... I mean, he's, he doesn't know alien technology. He's from Krypton. Doesn't he have like a hologram of his dad that teaches him alien technology up at the Fortress of Solitude? I mean... Don't we hear about that in his autobiographical comic book? Yes. I think we might have to break this kayfabe at some point. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I've told you the secret now. You're allowed to Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's told us the secret. Yeah, we know everything. (laughs) Sorry, you were saying, if he knew all this technology and science stuff and had cool, like, heat vision, x-ray vision stuff, yeah. Yes. So if Superman knows science, why not Superman help science with science doing? That's what I meant to say. Superman more like science man, am I right? He gets, like, a nuclear um, fusion reactor going because it needs to be kick-started by a large amount of energy or whatever. 
whatever and then yeah something like that like there's lots of things either from a technical lab tech perspective or a I'm doing the research and oh look I just happened to discover this thing which is based on the Krypton technology that I have somehow I mean if you just gave Superman to some scientists and said here's a super high powered laser that's beyond our technology that would probably do quite a lot yeah exactly I mean he's like a multi-tool right he, he can be a super high powered laser he can provide cryostasis he can I don't he can do everything give everyone cancer he's faster than a speeding bullet he can get an immense amount of strength into a very uh, human shaped space which is actually quite a small space in terms of that amount of raw power oh he's got that super cool vision where he looks at the broken wall of China and it fixes the tri- wall of China what? Excuse me? <laughs> no, what, genuinely, what are you talking about? In one of the Superman movies, there's a scene where, like, the wall of China gets broken or something, and he uses his magic, vi- like, sort of like his heat vision, he looks at it, and it just rebuilds the bricks. He's got time vision. Oh no, the time thing is separate. Well, he's also got time vision. <laughs> no, that in one of them, he runs around the world enough time. Oh, I'm familiar with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know that bit. But yeah, no, there's a scene where he just looks at a wall and he fixes it with his vision. That's pretty good. So basically, Superman breaks some of the laws that we call the laws of physics. All of them, yes. In enough ways that I think it would be very interesting for scientific study. So I'm really not sure whether we want to put Superman in the science or get him to do the science. I think it's probably a bit more ethical if we get him to do the science because, you know, that doesn't mean he gets experimented on. Yeah, if, he, well, if he's undercover in his alter ego doing this, right, then he can be making advancements without necessarily giving away the fact he's making them because he's Superman. Yeah. It's just like, oh, if you provide a laser of this kind of intensity, you know, like, how did you do that experimentally? It's like, we did. It's like, yes, but how? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's also very safe. If anything goes wrong, he'll probably survive it. We can actually play into the situations he already has, because as I mentioned before, Batman is his best friend, and as we know from my favourite episode of The Simpsons, Batman is a scientist. Yes, true. So Batman can experiment on Superman for him, and so he can go off and do whatever he wants, because Batman understands that Clark Kent needs to chuff off every now and then and do something. Yeah. Why doesn't Batman just fund slash employ Clark Kent? Or run a huge (laughs) pharmaceuticals industry. But he's got so much money, he could just be employed at Wayne Enterprises. I mean, at wherever Batman's company is. (laughs) Well, I assume that like Batman's rich benefactor, presumably, Hmm. only has enough funds for one superhero at a time and has chosen Batman. It's like, Superman, you don't need my funding. You're super powerful anyway. And I gotta maintain my investments. But we're not funding the superhero side. We're just funding the Clark Kent normal life side. Now, that's still stuff you gotta write off. Yeah, but if they fall out and then they have to fight each other in some kind of Dawn of Justice scenario, (laughs) then that's a lot of power, like, in one person. It's a conflict of interest. Whose wages are gonna pay? Have to go to HR. <laughs> but what if what if instead of fighting each other they're having a scientific debate about <laughs> what to do on the next experiment? That's still a conflict of interest, right? <laughs> what if the benefactor's margins are so razor thin that he cannot afford the, the meager wage that Clark Kent would require? <laughs> can't afford to pay someone for a nine to five. Despite being a billionaire. Yeah. My margins are so <laughs> razor thin. Look, it's tough with all this Batmobile tech. Yeah, right? He destroys a car every other week, so he's got to like build a whole new multi-million dollar car every couple of weeks. Most of the funding goes into covering up the collateral damage problem, probably. <laughs> that is true. Oh my word. I just had to rebuild downtown Gotham for the third time this month. Well, Gotham, no, you know, Gotham has its own whole industry around that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yes. The socioeconomic problems of Gotham may be the direct result of Batman existing now. <laughs> Wait, we're on Batman now. What happened? So Batman should 
get a job. <laughs> that man should get a job. Look, we've, we've figured out Superman what he needs to do. Move it off the bat now. <laughs> so at the moment, the suggestions are drop the whole thing, yeah. <laughs> be the president, or be a scientist. Actually, I'd like to submit as my primary answer, just hire me as his agent, rather than getting a job <laughs> I don't think that's the spirit of the question. I like your hustle. I do think it's funny, the uh, the president, just to bring some, like, sh- to shine a light on that, the president is the perfect role for someone who doesn't want to be in the spotlight all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so he can dip out. <laughs> exactly. He can just go into the back room at the Oval Office. <laughs> so it's like, why is the president never at the, like, G5 summit? Oh, it's because I mean, America doesn't care about saving the environment. So, because Superman's <laughs> off saving the world. Yeah. Every press conference, he has to take like a toilet break every 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of international incidents are caused by the president just having to slip out through dinner. Just not being here. <laughs> like halfway through a presidential address, he's like, uh, I need th- the loo. Just a sec. <laughs> he starts letting the villains go, saying, like, Hey, I need you to like go cause a tr- trouble in this country for me so that they don't care that I wasn't there. <laughs> there are some alternate Supermen who become like dictators. And I was thinking about suggesting dictator of the world but uh, we're, we're working with our Superman who is upstanding and moral and has not fallen to these negative emotions so so yeah. we assume so we assume look I mean if, if we can guarantee that someone is both super intelligent and uncorruptibly moral then perfect dictatorship is actually the best form of politics super powerful <laughs> and super responsible I don't think so if they're perfectly moral and super intelligent <laughs> then perfect dictatorship let's go with a perfect benevolent dictator Benevolent dictatorship is the best political system. <laughs> Let's not get into this. Oops, we did a politics again. I also love our AI overlords. <laughs> okay, does anyone have any actual jobs? I mean, scientist is an actual job. <laughs> that was a, that was quite a good one, I'll admit. I'm not saying Superman couldn't. I think Superman could become president, but I'm not sure Clark Kent could. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. That is a fair point. Well, adjacent to scientist, I think that there's some scope for because Clark Kent is a good man and he wants to save people and he, he can do that at times that aren't just being superman and we know he's got x-ray vision so he can like see through things he's got heat vision that's so accurate he can like pinpoint damage or seal or cauterize things i think he could be a surgeon and save lives in his Ooh. day-to-day Ooh. life and then also save lives in his superheroing life that is actually like really good especially if he has like some emt skills he could instead of having to go oh we've got to take you to a hospital is like don't worry i'm here i'm here to save the day hmm. oh looks like you you just need like an appendectomy, a triple bypass <laughs> but like also, you can have a bu- bunch of invasive surgeries without doing invasive surgery. There's a scene that I'm aware of from a Superman story where he effectively uses heat vision internally on someone without like, without it damaging their outside to like shut off their powers temporarily. Wow. And if that's possible, then he can do surgery without having to open them up. Well, that's absurd. That is truly insane. <laughs> it's very trauma center. It's like the uh, there's a DS game, which was you're playing a doctor, a surgeon that you could like sort of go into super focus mode and slow down time and you have these sort of powers that are part of the real world yeah what's very funny about this though the drawback here is if he is a surgeon mid-surgery suddenly like big terrorist attack or whatever and he's like oh uh, I, uh, I have to leave the surgery but <laughs> mid-surgery well that's the thing because he's so, he can do things so much faster there's there's less time on the table doing these things because he can he can be he can fast about it he can be accurate about but it but he's Clark Kent right and so he has to still maintain the air of human 
luminous. Yeah, he could do it fast, but he can't do like an hour surgery in three seconds. You call in the Flash to keep them alive whilst you're dealing with the... I don't know. I don't know what you need to do. You just need to have a sur- like a surgery room that doesn't have the viewing window for learning students. So he can take the person mm. in, fix the problem. And You know that there's like four surgeons in a room at once, Yeah, but right? he's so good he doesn't need the other ones. Yeah, this is my big problem. But also, medicine is such a highly regulated thing that I think it would be very suspicious and cause a lot of questions if you're just you're like... You're right. I was wrong with surgeon. He should be a GP, but... <laughs> He's a GP who, during the GP session, solves things that a surgeon would solve using his powers in the appointment. You come in with a broken leg and you come out, uh, there's nothing wrong. Yeah. Okay, now I I hear what you're saying because, like, when a GP disappears for an hour and people are in the waiting room for an extra hour, no one notices. No one bats an eyelid. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It also is quite good that, like, well, it depends how his x-ray vision works, right? If it's the big, like, green glowy, you'd see, like, him scan you, it's a bit shit. But if it's, like, actually... X-rays that aren't visible, then you could just be like, "Oh, you've come in for a cough or whatever. Here's a prescription to sort that out." Also, you should get a screening for testicular cancer or something. Like that. You know, I just got, a, I just got a weird hunch that you need to get that checked out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the surgery stuff just to get over radiated so quickly. This isn't Watchmen. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. cause cancer with his X-ray vision. Two years into his job, he's like pulled up for the board because it's like we're, we're noticing your referrals and you've got a hundred percent success rate of every investment investigation you've ever ordered mm. and we're a bit suspicious about that look i'm just good i'm just this good the stupid point that came up there was like yeah you should get a screening for testicular cancer you didn't have it when you came in but you need to get screened now <laughs> <laughs> they explore that in watchman with dr manhattan about like his powers causing cancer around him i don't think they've ever done yeah. it with superman because he's good and also he's viewing x-rays not generating them oh i see well then does cancer give off x-rays because otherwise he's a bit useless in this role now. He can see through stuff. It's weird. I don't know. It's basically he can see through stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's using different it. spectrums of whatever lights around. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's using light. I use light as a generic term here for electromagnetic radiation. Sorry. I am a scientist. I should be more specific with my speech. I can't believe you would dumb it down for us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're Superman. <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll, just, uh, we'll just take away my degree because I accidentally said light. <laughs> you messed up one thing in this, in this fairly casual podcast no degree yeah you can't have a degree and a job as anyway <laughs> come on you trade in your degree to get a job yeah good point yeah well i wasted that oh no that explains a lot about my career oops <laughs> <laughs> Also occurred to me during that discussion that Ant-Man would make a great surgeon. <laughs> Not relevant to the discussion about Superman. Mm. Just pop a little man into someone. <laughs> Keyhole surgery by shrinking down. Yeah, that's genius. <laughs> a lot of superheroes would make great doctors. Yeah, it's kind of the D&D problem of being a cleric, and thus you can cast cure light wounds this many times a day, and you should. Oh, right. <laughs> I see. Yeah, you're morally, you shouldn't be adventuring. You should be healing people. No, no, no. Just hold a city to ransom. We've covered this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's why I came round on this idea of being someone who saves lives in the off job. Because that's what his main goal is, is to help and save people. Yes. So either he should be in a role that helps save people or in some kind of supportive role that helps support people in their lives. Because like that that's what his morals dictate. And the fact that he's just, well, the fact that he 
was just a reporter. It's a good cover because it's distant enough, but yeah, it just doesn't really do enough. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. A role in a hospital, one where like some kind of screening technician or something where you could direct people to the stuff they actually need. Yes. And in a pinch, you could save someone's life if no one's watching. Yeah, but also in a certain behind the scenes role where like you just have to be running around so much that if people can't get a hold of you for a bit, that's normal anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think it actually works quite well and lines up with what Clark Kent, the guy I met at your party, would want to do with his life. Maybe. Yeah, I was thinking there was a problem then that it would take like seven years to train as a surgeon or a, or a GP or something like that. But actually, the behind the scenes role does help with that. It's much less training. Yes. Still some training, though. And I think that if we take him back to his Kansas farm boy roots, we can get away with no training at all. Or start tomorrow. Be a farmer. Get it done in like <laughs> fractions of the time because of his super speed and super strength. Don't need the equipment. Just plants a whole field in, a, in like a minute. Exactly. So he's got yeah. plenty of time to go and cry cry fine fight crime <laughs> fine. he's got plenty of time to go and cry at his lack of satisfaction in his day job I could be saving lives but I'm making potato <laughs> he's kind of saving lives by providing there is potentially going to be some sort of food issues in the future in the future I've, I've been able to get eggs not I've not been able to get eggs I've been able to get eggs not put that in the quotes <laughs> welcome to 2023 food is trouble words is bad let's go <laughs> this podcast about speaking the absence of something we know we don't say we haven't been able to get something we say we've been able to get the inverse of it <laughs> hey there's probably some language in the world that uses that phrasing but look if eggs is not if man is super do farm lots egg more egg for you uh, I went out today to the bank machine and I filled my wallet with money not wait so you're suggesting a chicken farmer I think a crop farm is much more helpful than a chicken farm yeah but you can have chickens on the side. I mean, there's no you know, chickens don't take up a lot of space. Yeah. I think I think an animal farm, not the animal farm, but an animal <laughs> farm, would be quite nice. Superman starts a communist estate. But you're limited by what the animals like. The timing on the animals, like you can't you can't super speed milk a cow without damaging it. But you can plant an entire field. Oh my word! Superman being like, I understand how cows work. I know how to control my strength. But what amount of strength is required to milk a cow? Because if I get it wrong, it's so bad. <laughs> At the right pace. You don't have to milk a cow to the minute. You can go away for a few hours and come back. You don't have to harvest a plant to the minute. But he likes the animals, and the animals also wouldn't care if he's being Superman. He could be Superman in front of them, and I just think it's there's no problem with him having animals on the farm. I don't know, man. Those those cows, they talk. That's how the alter ego gets blown. A reporter turns up, and they're like, hey, chicken, do you know who this Superman's is? And the chicken's like, yes. Wait, why is Superman in full costume just working on Clark Kent's farm? <laughs> They're buds. Why is Superman? Why is Superman in only the red underwear? <laughs> knock, knock, farm inspection day. Spontaneous farm inspection. He got a bit sweaty doing the job in full Superman things. Yeah, the red undies and that's it. And now he ends up on like a pin-up calendar. Farmers 2023. Pin-up calendar. Now that's something that he Ooh. could actually sell. No, Clark Kent is very unsexy. Very, very unsexy. We all know that. Clark Kent. I don't know. I mean, everyone's, everyone, you know. Tell that to Lois. Well, he's not as hot as Superman, obviously, but you know. He wears glasses, so how would anyone ever pay any attention to him? <laughs> For those of you that haven't seen us, three out of the four of us on this call are wearing glasses. Well, no. <laughs> and I'm the sexy one. Don't tell him who's not wearing glasses, Alex. That'll ruin it. I'll, I'll take mine off. <laughs> well, also, that's the only change he makes in his 
actual appearance, right? He also has the little um quiff, or he changes hair a little bit. He he has an entire different stature, like the way he holds himself. That's a big part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the glasses are the most important single part. No, <laughs> they are the most important single part. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I would say the big S on his chest is a big part. <laughs> but when you're out, you know, plowing the fields, you're not going to be like in a bad posture. I don't think Clark Kent would necessarily plow the fields by hand. I feel like Clark Kent might have a tractor. Whoa. Oh, but Superman could just do it however he needs to. Yeah, yeah. You buy a real old tractor, like the one that's not working, and you just put it on the farm and like, oh yeah, this is something I fixed up, and then you just do it all by hand and have it as a cover. But then he'll be sued by John Deary for not having the right license to repair his tractor. Look, you just pick up the combine harvester, like, front appendage thing rather than the whole tractor and just push it yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah back in the, like, medieval times, we did it with, like, cows and oxen things, so now we just, we just use Superman instead. Yeah, yeah he could, he would just buy the tractor as a cover, you know? Oh, okay, yeah. He just has a tractor, but he's actually doing it all by hand. Yeah, the main point of him being a farmer is that he can do all the actual farming work in a fraction of the time and therefore have most of his time to fight crime. And if a crime does start up while he's mid-farm, it's kind of okay to leave the farm for a couple of hours while you go and deal with some other stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but then there's travel time. And those few seconds of delay to get to Metropolis City are... He's faster than a speeding bullet. How fast is a speeding bullet? Yeah, but he always gets there in the nick of time. Yeah. And he's in town as a reporter. So now he's no longer going to get there in the nick of time. But now he doesn't need to change costume and that takes some time. Oh, he'd have to do like a hydroponics farm. Mm. Yeah, he could call it Metropolis. <laughs> <laughs> I like that and also you lose <laughs> It's so stupid Hey friends, you may know that we stream Magic the Gathering every Thursday over at twitch.tv slash Live, but did you know that we also stream on alternating Mondays and Wednesdays? Mondays we've themed as Mystery Mondays, where we play a game that is loosely to do with some sort of mystery, such as Ocarina of Time, a mystery about time, or Outer Wilds, a mystery about space. Wednesdays, I have dubbed Wacky Wednesdays, but we don't really have a theme for. We just play whatever wild game tickles our fancy for a few weeks. Such as Night in the Woods, where we voiced every character. Or Life is Strange, where every character voices themselves. So each week you'll get a stream on either Monday or Wednesday, and always a magic stream on Thursday. We start at 8pm UK time, which is approximately 5 hours ahead of Eastern time. It's a fun space, we have a good time, there's a handful of channel rewards for following and or subscribing. Come and join in, and we'll see you there! Oh wait, yeah, back to the episode, gotta remember to say that. I think Farmer's pretty good. What else? <laughs> <laughs> what a smooth transition. I think that Superman should move into the... Oh, sorry, Clark Kent should move into the making segues business. Yeah. <laughs> what, and just drive him around the city looking for crime? <laughs> he could do segway tours, and then when it's like, he just speeds around a corner, flies off, fights crime, comes back, ah, oh, I lost you guys. Oh. <laughs> so print media may be dead, but I know what isn't, and that is... Disco. Photojournalism. And disco. Photojournalism? Do you mean like... Instagram. <laughs> yeah, so like, for example, the Daily Bugle used to have like some kind of photo editing position. Yeah. That was like a young up and comer. And they wanted lots of pictures of this guy called Spider-Man who's got nothing to do with Superman. Why would we care about pictures of Spider-Man when Superman exists? Exactly. Hmm. Who cares about pictures of Spider-Man? You can get pictures of Superman. Well, because Spider-Man is a menace and Superman is a hero. Exactly. So it depends on the story you need. What you could do is you could tell your story by having those pictures of Superman taken by Clark Kent himself. Oh. So he, his 
his cover story is that he is selling pictures of himself, saving the world. But pretending to not be him. Pretending not to be him. Just set up with like remote control cameras and stuff like that. So he makes the money and he also does the job he loves, which is obviously saving everyone. And this one does uh, separate the two identities with a reason for why they can't be the same person. Yeah. How could I have taken pictures of myself? I know Superman, but only on a professional level. Yes. I'm his photographer. All of these are really good action shots in the middle of saving people. Yeah. Yeah, we don't get on, but I'm the photographer. <laughs> well, we, we do get on, but it's purely professional. Professionally, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't get on on a personal level, so we've learned to keep that out of mind. Don't, I don't know the guy. We don't buy, go for drinks after work. I don't go to his house, which is at, like, 221 Apartment B at, at, at 4th and 7th Street. Baker Street? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I did do that, didn't I? <laughs> also, I do think the uh, editor-in-chief of the Daily Bugle would be a big Superman fan, and it would probably elevate his craft from getting pictures of this nobody Spider-Man to getting the, the pictures of the best person ever. Yes, of course, yeah. Although, the editor of the Daily Bugle is, like, is selling the hate clicks, really. Yeah, why is Spider-Man so garbage when Superman is so great? Yeah. He's always said that. I've listened to his podcast. <laughs> Top ten superheroes in the city. Number three will shock you. All of them are Superman. <laughs> Number three will shock you. What, the shocker is a superhero now? <laughs> um, but yeah, you could also do a pizza delivery business on the side. I was actually thinking... <laughs> I was like, we know the Spider-Man has delivered pizzas and the Superman's in the area. May as well just deliver some pizzas while he's fighting crime. Spider-Man's movement sort of behaves kind of like real physics. Not not quite, but like sort of within the bounds of real physics. What would Clark have to do to make sure the pizzas didn't sort of destroy themselves as he delivered them at super speed? He'd drive them, right? Or just drive them. He just gets on a little scooter. <laughs> he'd cook them just before they get there. Like he'd, he'd have all the ingredients there and then just before pizza time, he just looks at them with his eyes. Oh, with the wall building power. Yeah. Oh yeah, they send him out with a pizza from the shop and he just throws that one away and has stolen a bunch of dough <laughs> and ingredients. Yeah. And he just like puts them inside the compartment of his motorbike, which he's lined with stone. Eye vision heats it up and cooks it on the spot for him as he arrives. It's like, oh, this is, this is like fresh out of the oven hot how do you get it here so do you think that heat vision is gonna work the same as a pizza oven (laughs) if you have it on on a low setting yeah use the heat to heat up the heat to the pizza oven yeah okay that makes more sense he's just trying on his motorcycle going down the road laser vision laser focused on on the bricks behind him no on the i said he's loaned in he's 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 taken you know the bit on the back of a bike that can be a storage yeah got a mini pizza oven there instead he's lined that with stone to make it a pizza oven he fires his lasers onto the stone yeah he's so he's lasering onto the stones behind him yeah right as he's driving along and everybody that sees clark kent driving along also <laughs> sees these laser beams okay no no he brings the pizza he brings the real pizza but he ta- occasionally he has to take off to fight a crime so he takes the pizza oven with him and the ingredients <laughs> he's flying along with that on his back or in his hand punches doomsday turns sideways heats the pizza <laughs> He goes and saves the crime and then he flies to the house, quickly puts on, pulls on the pizza shirt because he's not got his bike because he's had to detour to fight the crime and c- cooks the pizza on the spot, puts it in the box and says, here's your pizza. 
Do you know what happens to food when you cook it for a shorter time on a higher heat? Uh, if you have superhero powers. <laughs> Extrapolate that a bit for me. Bear's making this his own answer so he can win. Why doesn't he just fly up to like a building, pop the pizzas on the corner of the top of the building, and go and fight the crime? It'll take him a second. Birds, because birds. Because, but it's in a sealed box. It's in a stone box. Yeah, it's in a stone box, apparently, but any sealed compartment will probably <laughs> Do. Well, okay, so I was assuming that the, uh, the he has to take the pizza oven with him because he can't just fly back and forth within the time he needs to deliver it by. How long does it take him to fight crime? He's Superman. Otherwise he just leaves the pizza on the bike and jumps back to it, right? <laughs> One time he accidentally leaves the pizza shirt on and they get photos of Superman fighting Lex Luthor wearing, like, Papa John's t-shirt merchandise. Oh, you're right, he flies, he flies to the house where it needs to be delivered, leaves the pizza oven there cooking the pizza. <laughs> Why does he need to cook the pizza because <laughs> if he flies that fast on the pizza it gets ruined just turn it into the direction of travel so that gra- like centripetal force is working with him not gravity but it's the funny know. thing he ha- they've explained it away I asked a question that I knew the answer to I'm sorry <laughs> He has a special, like, electrical field around him that protects people like Lois Lane when he's carrying them to save them from the speeds he's travelling oh, at. from high-speed impacts. Yeah, they've, they've explained it away. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, so he could just have the pizza and save some time. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, he could just have the pizza. I just, I caused this entire di- digression for no good reason. I'm sorry. This might not even be an issue because the reason that Spider-Man has this problem, you know, we've got the pizza within half an hour or it's free. Yeah. But he's fighting low-level, like, mugger-level crime that doesn't affect affected individual pizza boy as far as they know superman's fighting city threatening threats and if your pizza was 35 minutes to you because half a city block was destroyed <laughs> yeah i think you might get away with that you know like sorry i had a detour around the destruction of downtown superman still has to deal with like normal crime as well right not really he's got spider-man to do that they're in different cities <laughs> not anymore he's working for the daily bugle slash pizza department <laughs> i mean if Superman heard someone being mugged while he was on the way to deliver some pizzas. It would take him seconds to deal with. Spider-Man, it takes multiple minutes. <laughs> Superman picks them up. If they've got a knife or something, or even a gun, and they point it at Spider-Man, Spider-Man is like, oh no. If they point it at Superman, he's like, what the fuck are you going to do with that? <laughs> no, you're, you're forgetting the time, the emotional labour that Superman has to put in to deal with the victim of that crime. You're right. You can't just fly in, stand in the way. You also have to taunt the criminals a bit by letting them attack you with your knife or their gun or whatever so you can bounce it away. Taunting <laughs> the criminals is more the Spider-Man kind of thing. Okay, so you are kind of right because I'm aware that there is a Superman comic I think it's called like Superman Grounded where some woman comes up to him slaps him and is like my husband died from like some obscure like I don't know tumour or something and it's like you, if you had scanned him you would have seen it with your x-ray vision so it's your fault he died and not the fact that no one told you to scan every American or anything like that and he's like shit you're right I'm gonna walk across America American. <laughs> so, <laughs> Superman is empathetic to a fault. <laughs> so you're right. If someone was getting mugged, he would need to console the victim, console the mugger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't point the gun at Superman, you point the gun at the victim. Like, I know he's fast, but that's still the threat you make. He's faster than a speeding bullet. Sure, but if he, if the bullet's closer... <laughs> it's not taunting that he's doing, but he does need to, like, give them the time for him to slowly and dramatically step in a way looking pristine. I don't actually think he 
he cares that much about image. That's just the cinematographer. Oh, then why does he always show up, like, in that exact pose, slowly drifting into the scene instead of just taking off so he can smile and wave at people? He doesn't. That's just Zack Snyder's hard-on for an Uberman. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just, like, a symbol that he does that so that the criminals have a chance to be like, oh, shit, Superman's here. I've fucked up. I'm going to change my ways. And because it's such an iconic pose, he does it because that's the way people recognize his silhouette. Yeah, and I think there is value in his role in actually, you know, showing up and taking the time to do that. And maybe that's what makes the pizza slow. <laughs> Crime is bad and I must change my ways because I got caught by a superhuman being who could melt my brain in a second. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. In that moment, they go, time to reform. This is it. This is the signal I needed. I'm a good guy now, honest. <laughs> but if, I, if he just punches them and knocks them out, they don't change. They're just, oh, I got punched by someone. <laughs> if you stand in a way and let them like knife and bullet you and then you realize like while you're stabbing you have the whole thought process and you're like oh man what led me to this what am i doing what is the point of crime and then the pizza goes cold <laughs> and then superman during that time he's just nodding and smiling as you realize what you're doing and by the end of it he's just like i think you're fine now and lets you walk away because you're not going to do a crime anymore <laughs> and the, the yes the pizza went cold in that time so that's why superman needs ways to stop the pizza going cold right that's yeah. why you need the pizza oven I yes <laughs> that's why we had the entire discussion about but then this. it would still be the half an hour late that he's mandated to do to in order for the pizza not to be free <laughs> so that's still the problem the pizza doesn't matter if the pizza's cold or hot if it arrives more than half an hour late yeah 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 although I think it's okay for Clark Kent to sometimes deliver a pizza late oh don't know about that <laughs> maybe that makes it more believable well, that he's not Superman because Superman wouldn't be late but then no because Clark Kent has the job yeah that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying that means it makes it more believable that he's not Superman mm. it's a good cover I have to circle back around to something that you said a minute ago Bear there was knock a man out with a punch do you know how hard it is to knock someone out with a punch uh, if you're Superman do you know exactly the right way to do it so it's very easy to do it if you're Superman but the damage it will cause to the individual may be irreparable <laughs> not if you're Superman <laughs> one of the, the window of above which someone gets knocked out but below which you do permanent damage is quite is very narrow it's quite narrow <laughs> yeah yeah no it's very narrow I'm not saying Superman couldn't do it but maybe that's why he doesn't that's why he has to stand there and he struggles with it there's a quote about the world looking like paper to him or something like he actually constantly has he has to be on his game all the time because to him the world is paper and he could break anything if he ever slips up oh yeah no, yeah, yeah maybe that's why he then goes in slowly and just stands in the way it's just like if I don't attack I can't hit the wrong thing yeah not unreasonable I guess <laughs> just my only weapon is my indestructibility and that's safe to use <laughs> my only real my only non-curse is my indestructibility <laughs> and my dog <laughs> oh yeah super dog walker the dog's also indestructible right so you can take out oh, crypto. the dog's a nightmare isn't it crypto. <laughs> yeah. it's called crypto right is it called crypto the super yeah, dog no, yeah it is crypto well, that's but... enough of a nightmare by itself <laughs> yeah. I mean yes he is crypto he is an NFT look if a dog had the powers of Superman do you think it would also have the understanding that it needed to control itself that Superman does it does crypto does though uh, I don't know enough about crypto then crypto is a standalone independent good superhero and a dog yeah it's just it's just a superman in dog form oh, but imagine like having to take that dog out for a walk and you're not superman and it sees a squirrel and just in that moment dog brain takes over you are gone well it's an alien 
alien. It's not actually a dog. It's an alien. Well, okay. It sees an alien squirrel, and it's alien dog raving. So. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting off the track, we need a Superman movie that's just about a bunch of alien squirrels become a problem, because crypto is just causing loads of problems. Crypto's normally really good, but these alien squirrels invading are just making crypto go apeshit. Sorry, we, we've not greenlit that one. We need to do an origin story again. Yeah. The origin of crypto. The Please reach out to us, Warner Bros. We have ideas, honest. <laughs> I know it says they're about crypto, but it's not what you think. No. Yeah. Actually, the other option might they might prefer, so uh, who knows? Uh-oh. I wasn't sure if you were about to suggest that Clark Kent just becomes a crypto miner. Actually, now that you mention it... <laughs> Krypton miner. With his laser beams providing infinite energy. Power his own ring. <laughs> yeah, cryptocurrency is his weakness. <laughs> oh no, I'm not, I don't want to explore that anymore. <laughs> well, actually, maybe I do want to explore that a little more, because something that the crypto market really is uh, maybe susceptible to is a type of hypnosis. And I think Clark Kent would be a great hypnotist, Ooh. or would need to be a great hypnotist more to the point. <laughs> we're talking stage performing hypnotist here, or are we talking like street performing hypnotist, or are we doing like TV hypnotist who goes around and sort of does those big stunts? So which version doesn't really matter too much, because the important piece of the puzzle here is that if he's a hypnotist and he's mid-hypnosis routine, crime starts happening, he chuffs off, comes back and hypnotizes whoever his crowd were at the time, his audience were at the time, to thinking that he was there the whole time. And so perfect alibi. What happens if the crime happens when he's in the sort of intro section, he hasn't started the hypnosis yet? Well, then he just has to retroactively get rid of that memory, which I think is probably something that hypnotists can do. I was just like, but they, they've left, surely. Like, the <laughs> performer has di- dove off stage and they're waiting 20 minutes while he fights Doomsday. Look, he turns up seconds before his act starts. <laughs> there we go, yeah. Walks on stage. Anytime he needs to disappear, he's just like, for the next ten minutes, you will imagine yourself in a relaxing, meditative moment. And it's not, they're not necessarily hypnotised, it's just like, this is the setup for the, the hypnosis show. Yeah, right. And in the ten seconds it takes him to say that, half a city block's been destroyed by Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> I have a potential problem, and that probably depends on Bear's answer. Bear, what happens with ADHD and feeling very sleepy and hypnotism and everything like that? Does it does that work, or does your brain just distract itself? Um, I mean, in real life, hypnotism is very much, as far as I'm aware, hypnotism is very much with the consent of the hypnotized. I know, but still, do you just? I don't know. I don't know enough about hypnotism. I to don't go... know if my brain is capable of being traditionally hypnotized in a way that I start <laughs> thinking about stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's my question. I've watched like two shows where they try and. Hypnotize hypnotize the TV audience back home, right, like through the actual show to make them pick a certain card or whatever. That's illegal in some countries. I realise. That's illegal in the UK. Uh, And neither of them worked on me, so who knows or did they is that what the hypnotist wanted you to think <laughs> yeah it's actually a big conspiracy of all the hypnotizing villain uh, illuminati making you think that hypnosis isn't real they don't want you to know how effective it is because then you would be able to do it oh that brings up another actually very important question we talked about training earlier uh, does Clark Kent know how to stage hypnotize slash like in person hypnotize people or is this a training he's going to have to pick up and does he even have the knack for it Clark Kent is 
isn't really a, like a, a big presence to go and do that to people. He's he's shy. He's more reserved. What if it was more like hypnotherapy? Ooh, he could get people to stop smoking and thus probably save quite a lot of lives. I th- yeah, Clark Kent has that sort of like relaxed therapist vibe going on. Yeah. Well, okay, let's ditch the hypno. Let's just make Clark Kent a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> but anyone to be hypno. But no, 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 the entire conceit of him being a hypnotist is that he can convince anyone that he's not Superman or make people forget that he's Superman as required. It's a good point. A therapist is just like, how are you? I've got to go fight crime. If he was Lex <laughs> Luthor's therapist, end story. No, his patient turns to him, he's like, I think you're Superman. He's like, why do you think I'm Superman? <laughs> Please tell me about what, like, what thoughts led you well, to Well, I've this. got this magic green glowy rock and you're getting very weak as I get it closer to you. You look like you're really sick all of a sudden. Or are you imagining... And I've got this pendulum and you're getting very sleepy. What if, like, we take this to the extreme and, like, yes, Superman's really good, but he has to blow off some steam when he's Clark Kent so he becomes, like, a real scam artist psychic or something and uses his powers to make people think he's, like, communing with the dead. He just does the shell game on people, but he moves his arms so fast. You're right. I'd like to change my answer. The perfect job for Clark Kent is a criminal. <laughs> it's not a crime if it's just a scam. Well, it's perfect because the moment he becomes Superman, the crime stops. <laughs> yeah, he's always stopping his own crime. <laughs> he fuels the, the work for himself. It's a perfect self-sustaining economy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he cleans up the city too much and there's not enough demand for him to get the government to keep paying Superman. So he has to go and be an inept criminal. It's going to be uh, just a, a petty criminal. And they're like, oh, where was Superman when we need him? Needed him. We shouldn't have given him those days off or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, we should have. We shouldn't have defunded Superman. <laughs> well, Superman turns up. He's like, I, I saved the bank from being robbed. Like, did you catch the? Did you catch the culprit? No, sorry, they got away. <laughs> yes, and he won't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I would say I caught him. He, but he's also now dust. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, but... laser vision. Be like, I was trying to heat my pizzas. You know, the like, he's, he got in the way. <laughs> and then they come back and we're like, strange. You keep killing this guy, but we keep identifying the criminal as Clark Kent. <laughs> he must be some kind of, like, resurrecting criminal. Ah, yes. Correct. Don't worry, Clark Kent's gone straight now. Promise. Until next time. Oh, no. I guess he must have his own superpower that must be convincing me that he's gone straight. That must ah, be Clark yes. Kent's superpower. Yeah. No wonder you need to keep funding me so hard. Clark Kent's gone straight. Why do I keep saying I'm grinder? <laughs> That's also a cover. Maybe he needs to have a talk with Lois about that. Well, let's loop back round and let's get him to open an OnlyFans account. With that physique, he can probably get enough supporters on OnlyFans to fund his entire lifestyle. And then he can just be saving people the whole time. Superman can, Clark Kent can't. We've been over this. We're going to redefine his image. He's going to go on a like bodybuilding getaway and come back as as like super hot, super fit Clark Kent that he actually was the whole time. He just was slouching a bit. But remember, like Clark Kent is Superman's view of what a human is. We can keep the glasses on. So I think he's always going to be a floppy fish and not a sexy. <laughs> some some people like soft boys. Yeah, yeah he's, that's allowed, but like that's his view of what a human is. Soft boys with abs. I don't think Clark Kent is unattractive. Yeah, but Clark Kent does. What, Superman thinks that Clark Kent is unattractive? Yeah. He's not doing a very good job. <laughs> Maybe not unattractive, but like the model of a person as a like shy... As a weak, paper mache, easily breakable soft boy. Yeah. That, was, that wasn't that was meant to be a serious suggestion. It just came to 
of mind that like, he could get a lot of money that way. He could. But criminal is a serious suggestion. Yes. That means he'll never run out of demand for his supply. <laughs> so one of one of the ideas I've got is a super remote work location. For example... A super remote. <laughs> you can change your TV to any channel, even in different countries. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Alex? <laughs> so yeah, deep sea welder. Um, very easy with the laser vision. You could just weld things together and then come back. Super dangerous job, so you're saving someone possibly getting killed in an industrial accident. That is useful. Doesn't need a diving suit. Or some sort of space lad. Um, so like an astronaut or something. Because if you've ever seen Thunderbirds, like the whole Thunderbird... Five? Yeah, the one in space. The Thunderbird in space. Yeah, that's five. Where they listen to all the radio calls in the world, and then if anyone says international rescue, they send out a plane. Yeah. Which is incredibly expensive and just not going to happen. Yeah, and now we have the technology where we can just listen to all the world's radio without having to be in space to do it. <laughs> yes, but if you put Superman in space, he can obviously breathe in space because he's from space, and that's how that works. Yeah, obviously. I mean, he can, but not for that reason. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you heard me. Can he only breathe in space? space because he can still see the sun uh, he charges it up it doesn't have to be in direct sunlight it's like a battery yeah yeah but i mean is it because of the sunlight if he were closer to krypton in space around krypton would he just suffocate i don't actually know i don't know if kryptonians can just survive the vacuum of space full stop it doesn't really make sense does it when you think about no, it, it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> so you're putting him on the international space center yes he only needs to tell a few people about a secret entity and they are trained astronauts or he can just, like, slip out on a spacewalk and save the world a few times. He'd have to have colleagues who cover for him, because in both of those roles, those are very monitored and timed activities. Like, if you're going on a spacewalk, they know the kit you've got, they know when you're coming out and coming back in. When you're going on a deep dive, they know when you have to be back, they know how long you have to spend under there in a chamber so that you don't get the bends. The Deep Sea Order 1 would be easier to do it without telling anyone, because you could go down, do the job faster than they're expecting, and go save people in the meantime. Exactly. Yeah, if he was down for an hour, he could get out of the water for an hour and go do something, mm. but it'd have to be back. Whereas the Space Center one is probably less disruptive because you're not having to like come out from under the ocean at super speeds, uh, but you would have to inform some of your, as you say, like compatriots. Yes. The downside with the diving one, you dive with a buddy. You don't dive alone, especially like in those roles. Okay, so you'd have to tell your buddy. You'd leave your buddy alone and you wouldn't be being a very good buddy. <laughs> I mean, but you, could, you could come back and save your buddy. You'd need crypto as your diving buddy. Your buddy's Batman in a super bat suit that doesn't get the bends. You come back and, uh, you know, you're in this super dangerous diving job and you're like, don't worry, I've done the work, just hang out here. And they get, they've get they got sucked through the, like, hole in the dam. And you've been off saving the world, you're like, oops. So I would have assumed that these are both jobs that you need to be in constant radio communication with some sort of mission control somewhere, which would be a problem for getting even the few people you do tell to cover for you. Because they're like, ah, oh, Clark, how's it going out there? And it's like, oh, Clark's not here right now. <laughs> well, you'd have to have the right people involved. Because, like, on space, all of the control has to be in the space station because of the time lag, right? Yeah, but well, it's only a few seconds between You'd the... think that, but it's now 2023, and we have synthesized voices. Oh, shit. No, oh, I thought you were just going to have him, like, fighting crime in Metropolis on a headset talking to Mission Command at the same time. That too, but then you wouldn't get the space lag. But it's also like, we're sending Clark out on a spacewalk. Hey, we just checked in on the mission. Why is why can't we see anyone in a spacesuit outside the station? <laughs> There's just a spacesuit floating there on its own. 
But we also know that like Superman can just emit like electromagnetic radiation. Can Superman just emit super high speed radio waves and just like respond from wherever he is? Weird. This is coming from Metropolis. <laughs> Something weird going on with the signal. <laughs> you leave just a little like parabolic dish at where you're supposed to be, and he always sends the radio waves straight into that, so it bounces from there to whatever the actual target is. Okay, for going to the other snow under the ocean, just leave a parabolic disc. <laughs> Uh, very stupid. Leave the pizza oven there while you're at it as well. <laughs> hey, maybe the pressure gives it good flavour. Who knows? No, yeah, that's one of the perks of being a deep sea welder is that you can order a pizza and it's always going to be free. I think say hot, not free. <laughs> it's going to be cold, but it's going to be free. You do have to be in the delivery radius, which is a little bit tricky, but you know. The only person you can order it from is the canteen on the rig that you're working on. And they don't have a 30 minutes or it's free thing because they're bloody canteen. You just find like a shop online that haven't put in their delivery radius limit by accident. You just happen to order from the one that Superman works at and it arrives within 20 minutes and you're like, oh, I, I didn't bring any I, money I with don't me. have any money. I thought it was going to be free. And Superman's fine, just give me that tank. That looks like it's worth the pizza. Look, I mean, it, it's going to be cold though, right? And he's like, no, I brought my pizza oven with me. <laughs> yes, I got to give you the tank. Can I borrow your pizza? oven to breathe in until I can swim back to base. <laughs> no, I gotta take the pizza oven back. I got another delivery just a few miles down. Yeah, I'm gonna be late if I don't bring it. Someone else at the next rig ordered a pizza as well. <laughs> okay, so I've got a lot to consider. Um, knowing my good friend Clark Kent... I don't think he's going to go for criminal. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. <laughs> He'd be perfect for it. Or president. And I don't feel like he wants to just give up the whole game because he really enjoys the, the being a normal dude. Right, that I can understand, but criminal, come on. But I think we've actually, between a couple of these answers, we might actually have an inkling of the perfect role for him. Okay. So, Jamie, you talked about working in the hospital, in the medical field and helping people. Yeah, it's perfect. Alex, he's talked about some of the scientist stuff. Yeah. And I think somewhere in between those answers is actually a field that has the perfect balance of making a difference, living the normal life and being able to still be a superhero on the side in some kind of like medical research tech okay. where you have those advantages, you're making that difference and you know I'll bring it up with him and maybe Clark Kent will just tell me actually I want to deliver pizza <laughs> You still do the pizza on the side if he wants to. I want to carry a pizza oven. Research science by day pizza by night. Sleep never and never fight crime. <laughs> yeah but I think for now, congratulations, Jamie and Alex. Yeah. You have won. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Eddie on the, you're the loser today. That's not how the game works. <laughs> Says Eddie, the person who invented this game. I know. <laughs> Alex, uh, we'll go with you first. Your prize is soup. Or man! Ooh, uh, I'll have soup, please. Okay, soup for you. Oh, do I get man? No, no, Alex chose soup. Jamie, you get soup. <laughs> Alex, you can go first. You get to pick the prize for both of you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to keep up to date with everything we do, you can follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. And if you'd like to support us financially, you could send us a one-time donation on Ko-Fi, sign up for monthly donations on Patreon, or subscribe to us on Twitch if that's more your speed. Links to all of that will be in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Well, you'll see us. Well, not see, exactly. Ah, you get the idea. 
No, Eddie, the reason Criminal didn't work uh, is because being the bad guy is my thing, obviously. Oh, damn, if I'd just been pitching to you, Criminal would have yeah. won, I see. <laughs> You're right. No, 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 you like doing the bad things. Eddie likes hostaging cities. Yes. <laughs> I just wanted to be his agent in this case. <laughs> Jamie, you do it for evil, Eddie does it for profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah please, please. Look, my, mine's moral, <laughs> and he's isn't. Yours is moral. Doing evil for evil's sake is moral. And Alex, you don't do it. <laughs> I don't. Sorry, you do it not. Oh, wait, yeah, Eddie pitched simply don't Alex's thing. Be evil, my Oh my thing. god. <laughs> That's why I lost it. Just stole your answer. I don't know. Alex's thing is no longer simply don't. It's I would do it not. <laughs> oh dear.